And indeed, welcome into another edition of Blues Brothers. Mark Watson alongside of me is a Blues great, won the championship back in 2003, went on and played for the All Blacks, originally out of Australia. His name is Steve Devine. Stevie, good evening, welcome. Hey mate, how are you? Yeah, good. Hey, look, really, really important win in a difficult place to play against the Fiji and Drua. I mean, you can look at the score and you can look at maybe all the things that perhaps they didn't do, but people underestimate just how difficult it is to play up there and really the only objective is coming away with the win. Yeah, it's not a, it's not an easy place to go to. The, uh, <clears throat> and Aussie, uh, the Rebels got unstuck there, the Crusaders have been unstuck there. It's, uh, it's hot, it's humid, uh, and those boys are tough. So it was, uh, it was a good win by the Blues. They were very clinical in what they did and, um, yeah, it was, uh, I think a grown-up performance from the Blues team this week. Okay, what do you mean by that? What do you mean by a grown-up performance? And you said they were clinical. Where and how were they clinical? They didn't. Well, I feel like they didn't really play the rugby as as such. They just they just played. They knew it was going to be hot. They knew it was going to be hard. So they they just played set pieces and they they kicked their lineouts and they scrummed well and uh, they had a couple of phases that didn't work. Then they they kicked the ball uh, long and played the territory game. You know, it wasn't it wasn't the spectacle that the Blues normally like to play with. It was just that uh, that really clinical first phase and just almost you know locked the Fijians out. They were trying to get the Fijians are trying to get that game going, that running rugby game that they're so famous for. But they the Blues just wouldn't allow it with some real tough defence and some real smart kicking plays. And um, yeah, was it just a, I thought it was a yeah a really grown up performance and. Uh, really dominated by by a big set piece and and not a lot else. I know you've spoken highly of him every week, and he's become a real monster in defence. But Adrian Choate, a guy who just does not allow players to get across that advantage line, he makes the tackles. And against the Fijian team, you've got to set that tone early, and he's the perfect guy to do it. Yeah, he's the workhorse, right? He uh, he played eighty minutes, and uh, there was a, there was actually. Um, on the TV, there was some footage of them just lying on the ground, exhausted after 80 minutes. Like that whistle went, and there were some boys just completely and utterly out on their feet. They, they he emptied the tank, and um, you can sort of tell after five minutes or so that you know the, the jumpers were just rinsed with sweat, uh, drenched, you know, and it was it was you know very tough conditions, and um, that's when you need your you know your, your hard boys to stand up and deliver. And yeah, Adrian Trey's just getting uh, better week to week, I reckon. Okay, let's talk about Bowden Barrett because I guess there's been a lot of discussion at the moment around Damien McKenzie, a lot of discussion still around Richie Moanga. Um, I think it's fair to say that it's been a bit of a slow start for uh, Bowden Barrett, but you've noticed and observed too, and I think everybody's seen it, that particularly against the Rebels in Melbourne, and then we saw him against the Waratahs at Eden Park. Is he was he this was was he showing his former game? Was that is that momentum continuing? Did you see that against the draw? Yeah, he, he, he what he did best was just took control of the game, right? And he played it in their in their half where he could. They had to defend for small periods of time, but uh, mostly it was him. Um, you know. Just guiding, guarding the, the everyone around the field. It was it was it was quite a mastery piece. He, he didn't do a lot of running. Sort of the whole team didn't really do a lot of running because it was um, it was hot and they didn't want to they wanted didn't want to do that in those positions. But he he kicked well. That you know they, they they had amazing territory advantage. He just he was the old master pulling the strings and just guided them around the field. And um, you know they they 
they didn't play a lot of rugby, but they chose their time to play it, and that was in the 22. It was hard conditions, a lot of drop ball. The ball was very slippery. Um, I used to find that I'd, I'd rather it be raining than be sweaty, and uh, it doesn't get much sweatier than that game. So he was just a maestro, just just guiding them around, and um, you know, technically and technically, you know, very important game for Bodie. He just he just showed what he can do. He's just all class when you need to play a game a certain way. He, he absolutely delivered that. Okay, look, um, this weekend they take on Moana Pacifica who haven't won a game. Uh, everybody's probably yeah. expecting at Eden Park particularly for the Blues to just play at such pace. And I think it's been the speed of the game that's probably caught Moana Pacifica out, just that intensity for 80 minutes and just not being able to quite maintain that level of concentration. But the following week, you've got the Crusaders in Christchurch. So this weekend, do they go to look to play a structure that they want to play against the Crusaders or do they just go out there and play helter-skelter and then worry about the Crusaders the following week? Yeah, I really think they're just going to get there and win this week. They, um, it's that old, it's that old factor, you know. When you, whenever you play the little brother, the little brother always gets up. And, and you know, this, this is. I, I don't want to say it's an Auckland B team, but it's, it's. You know, there's a lot of guys in the team that um, were sort of on the fringe of of the Blues, so they haven't quite made it yet, and have ended up at Moana. So this is really the the, the big brother versus the little brother battle and we sort of know how they um play the uh Moana will be up for it you know this is their this is their chance their you know their big chance to shine and if there's any team they want to knock over to be the Blues so the Blues need to come out they need to come out strong and they need to um they need to be ready for a tussle because it's going to be it's going to be a tussle with um you know if there's one game you need to prepare for and that's uh that's the one where you're up against your little brother. So they need to be, they need to, they need to start well and start strong, and, and uh, it'll it'll go down the wire mm, okay. for sure. Yeah, let's talk about the midfield combination between uh, Levi Amua and Rico Awani. I mean, that's worth the price of entry alone. A lot of talk around Amua, clearly out of the Tasman province. He's one guy who has stood up every week for a Moana team. Um, you know that has struggled. Yep. Yeah, you're gonna to need to you're gonna to need to get up. Um, you know, the blues back on. You're gonna to need to get up fast on the fence and shut him down because he is the beast. Um, you know, and you know the blues need to get on the front foot defensively, slow their ball down so he doesn't get uh, doesn't get too bit of a head of steam up. Yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be a battle. Like uh, Rico, there was glimpses of Rico last week of, of finally starting to carry the ball and carry the ball hard at full pace. So. Hopefully we see a little bit more of that. It's going to be a tussle. Those two are going to go at it, and um, it'll be interesting because you know possibly um, Amua possibly is playing for an All Black jumper um, for the World Cup. So um, it will be it'll be an interesting battle. And if you know if he gets the if he gets the pick of it, we might um, Amua might get picked, and we might see Rico playing a bit of All Black mm. rugby on the wing again. I, I would think. Mm. Hoskins Satutu, I mean, you're a big fan of his. I mean, we know what an athlete he is. Um, how's he tracking? What's his contribution been to this Blues team in recent weeks? Yeah, I, I thought the first half of the season, the first quarter of the season, he was he was pretty outstanding, um, carrying a lot. You know, men of the matches almost every week. I I just sort of sort of feel since the bye, not not so. It wasn't a wasn't a great game for the forwards. Last week was just so hot. A lot of, lot of stop starts, a lot of set piece. So, um, yeah, I'd look to. He's going to get a bit more room and a bit more space this weekend. So, 
Um, it'll be interesting. He'll be, he'll be back to his best. So he's a, he's a you know amazing athlete, like you said, and you can carry the ball hard and strong. And um, I'd imagine the Blues will have a little bit of uh, dominance up front at some time. So you know they'll they'll scrum hard to get that penalty advantage, and then um, look to see him carry off the back. I, I um, yeah, he won't be shy this week. I imagine he'll be looking forward to a to a big game. Are you expecting the Blues to ring some changes that to maybe to give the likes of Suafoa mm-hmm. Darry more game time? Um, I, yeah, listen, I, I I just don't think they can this week. You know, I, I'm, all, I'm always wary of that little brother battle. Um, they they will be up for this like like you've never seen. I expect probably this will be their performance of the season. So um, they can't take too much for granted the Blues, but. Um, <clears throat> yeah, maybe there's a big game next week, right? They'll be back to the head, but that's also going to play into Miner's hand a little bit more. So, um, you know, I'd like to see Patrick out. I think Patrick needs minutes. Uh, he plays his best footy, um, you know, week in, week out. So we haven't seen a lot of Patrick at lock. So I'd like to, hopefully he's fit and available for a run. Um, <clears throat> um, uh, Roger, Roger should be back as well. Um, you know, from a hand, he should be very close to being back. So, Maybe look for Roger to have a run at, at twelve as well, getting getting ready for hopefully post the uh, uh, the top team uh, next weekend. Now I know you you've spoken to him during the week, and we're going to play the interview off the back of this. Uh, you, you've caught up with uh, Ricky Riccatelli, uh, who came off the bench as hooker in the fifty first minute. Mm-hmm. What has what, what has been the rationale for starting for Keener ahead of Riccatelli last weekend? Oh, I just think um, you know it was his home hometown and. Um, He's been in the squad for a while. He's had a few games off the bench and, you know, a good opportunity to give a, a young boy who's, who's, you know, paid his dues at Auckland for a while and just to give him the opportunity to play in front of his home crowd. I thought it was, I thought it was an awesome move for the coaches and, you know, he played well. So, um, Riccatelli got that little bit of a rest, but, uh, he, he certainly, uh, took it out of him, um, uh, because it was just, yeah, you know, the heat and the humidity, uh, sort of knocked him around a little bit. So, He'll be back this week at two, I imagine. Um, looking to get to go forward, looking to score some tries and uh, do some do some hard work up front. Is what I think the Blues forward pack is really starting to learn that you know we we have to be dominant up, up, up front to make sure the, the the backs get a chance to to run some good run some good ball and score some tries. You're listening to Blues Brothers, Mark Watson, Steve Devine, Chemist Warehouse, Chemist Warehouse, the real house of fragrances. We'll take a break when we come back. Steve Devine caught up with Ricky Riccatelli. We'll hear that interview next. Service provider. Make a difference thanks to the Chemist Warehouse Charity Super Raffle. Head online to donate today. And South Seas Healthcare, Auckland's largest Pacific wellbeing service provider. You're listening to Blues Brothers with Steve Devine and Ricardo Ball on SENZ. Yeah, Mark Watson in for Ricardo Ball alongside of me, Stevie Devine. Now, South Seas Healthcare, Auckland's largest specific wellbeing service provider. Do check them out. The Chemist Warehouse, Chemist Warehouse, the real house of fragrances. Now, Steve, I understand you caught up with Ricky Riccatelli. Let's hear that interview. Well, we're joined now to the show by Ricky Riccatelli. Mate, uh, how have you been? Yeah, good, thank you. Um, just over halfway point through Super Rugby season, so um, boys are tracking nicely, so... In a good place, mate. Mate, uh, tell me about Fiji, please. It looked hot. Oh, it was, it was hot, eh? It was a diff- something different, eh? Like, we did heaps of stuff throughout the week trying to prep, prep for it, but once you're there, you sort of brings the best out of you, that's for sure. Going to dark places and whatnot, and it's tough, and those Fijian boys get up over there, so 
um, very tough and environment to play in, but it was good experience and boys got around it and enjoyed the week. Uh, mate, I've seen, uh, I've seen the footages of you guys after um, sharing boots and jumpers and whatnot. That must have been pretty cool to um, be able to do that to the locals. Oh, yeah, it was awesome. It was just like a whole um, experience. So, it was, you know, stuff that you'll probably remember for a long time and playing in those environments, seeing how grateful the community was to, um, you know, receive those boots and jerseys and, you know, like just really special, mate. I've been over there myself a few times, and I know that old blues t-shirts are—they're like hard currency over there. They, uh, the locals do love it. You can you can pretty much buy whatever you want with, if you hand them out. <laughs> yeah, no, they love it over there. It's awesome to see. Um, mate, and looking forward to the match this week, obviously against uh, the local derby against the minor team. Um, what are your thoughts on the match going this week? Um, I think it's going to be a good matchup, like. Um, they're a team that will throw everything at you. From, you know, like you saw last week, they came back and um, against the Rebels and gave them a good run for their money and stayed in the fight for 80 minutes. So we're expecting nothing less. I think it's going to be a tough encounter. And boys are going to prep well throughout the week. Um, try to leave no stone unturned and just put out a performance that, you know, that protects our manner and what we're about. So, yeah, it's just another week to... Look forward to gelling and getting a good run around and, um, yeah, expressing ourselves a little bit. It's always uh, it always adds a little bit more to the competition when you're pretty much up against your little brothers. And uh, and if history serves right, it's always it's always the little brother that sometimes can come out on top. Have you guys spoken and worry about that? Um, we've spoken about uh, that a bit. It's just we've spoken about. Um, their mindset will probably be coming into a little bit, but we've also just focused a lot of on what we can bring and what we want to um, implement into the game and areas that we need to focus on to um, perform well and get the result we need. So, yeah, it's a big matchup, obviously, across the town, um, you know, both based in the same area. So, yeah, so it's going to be a good challenge and, you know, the boys' squad can't wait to can't wait for it. Uh, through the through all the matches through the year, I I, I sort of feel like, and, and I've heard you guys talk about that. You you sort of haven't put a full eighty minutes together yet. Is is that something that you think's close? Yeah, I think, um, you know, look, we've been awesome in phases, and I think all we can do is trust our process, trust our weeks, and look, we're, we're training well, and we're finding out details in our game, and. We're gelling with combinations and we're building, we're in a good place uh, mentally. And I think if we can tick off our week, trust our process, keep working hard every day, we go to work. I think that 80 minute performance will, at some stage, take care of itself. So I think we're there or thereabouts, mate. But um, we're just got to leave no stone unturned in our prep, as we said. And uh, I think that will come. And personally, yourself, you've uh, you're, you're certainly scoring a lot of tries this year. Is, um, you, you're happy with your own performances? I mean, I'm just grateful to be um, playing some good minutes, and you know, just form forming some nice combinations and trust just to just now my role and the side because we've got um, you know, some absolute athletes in the side, and what they need is front football, and you know, to 
keep finding myself on the, on the other end of a few meat pies, but um, that's just a, a bonus. But for me, I'm just trying to nail my role, mate, and do what I can for the team. And Mate, obviously it was a big move from you to come from Wellington, uh, having played super down there. and You've moved to the big smoke and obviously probably pretty difficult last year with, with minutes and whatnot. Have you, you've really seemed to have found your feet. Is, is there something you're doing different this year or...? A little bit, mate. Like, I think I've, you know, it, was, it took me a little bit to get used to living in Auckland, eh? Yeah. Like, it's a, it's a bit different up here, but I think I've just gotten used to the environment. Um, you know, you spend a long time at, at one at one spot that we're down at, well, for me, I was down at the Hurricanes, and, you know, it's, you know, like, although it's the same country, it's like every team does things a, lot, a bit differently, so all I knew was what they did down there, so what the boys are doing there. So just getting used to things, mate, and getting used to the city and finding my feet. But no, nah, I'm just, I think I'm just a little bit, just trusting my process a lot more this year and um, doing what I can do for this team and just keeping things simple and trying to nail what I, as I said earlier, my role and stuff and the other little things that, bonuses that come along with it, they can come. But yeah, just simplifying things, mate. Um, the scrum has performed pretty well, particularly last week, uh, almost a penalty from, from every scrum where we had the ball. So is that something that we, we, we're we going to find that's a strength moving forward? Are we, are we going to really look to, to you know, um, get some big go-forts and big moves going from, from the set piece from the scrum? I think our set piece is, um, you know, like one, one of the things that we can start priding ourselves on. Like you look at our back line and if, we can, if we're given them – front football I said with like if we can get them you know scrum penalty take some pressure off off them or if we can get good dominant line out giving some good um, set piece ball like whether you got the athletes that we've got in the back line like it should be should be um, a tough side to come up against I'd say so it's definitely a focus for us but um, as I said we're just got to literally stick to our process and sort of leaves no stone unturned each week in that department as well. Hey, the, the forwards are scoring more tries than the backs. Are you into them about that? <laughs> yeah, we are actually. Yeah. No, we're not. No, we're not. You should be. You should be, yeah. man. I think I, I think they need to pull their finger out. I, I don't think they've performed as well as they should be. Um, so I'd be, yeah, I'd be screaming at them. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. You got to be careful with that, though, eh? Because you still want to, you know, the backs are like you don't want to ruin their confidence. Yeah, mate, ruin them. Get into them. <laughs> Trust me, exactly. mate. They're big, they're big boys. They'll get over it after a couple of days. You'll be fine. <laughs> yeah, they're precious these days, I reckon. Yeah, absolutely, mate. Not, in my day, you could just I used to throw stones at them. Fuck <laughs> it. Oh, sorry. Yeah, no, Wait, introduce them. Introduce them to the to the dark arts of the bottom of a rock and more, and just give them a bit of a touch up and say, say, sort it out, yeah. or uh, I'll have to sort it out for you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, I might have to bring some old school back into it. What do you reckon? Mate, I love I love the idea of that. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, mate, um, yeah. thanks for the yarn. Good luck this week, um, and uh, go hard for the rest of the season. I'm, I'm still, I'm still backing in for a, um, for another final shot. Perfect. Thanks, mate. Appreciate it, eh? 
Yeah, great interview uh, there from you, Steve. Uh, now, Steve, quickly, uh, DHL Super Rugby Pacific is underway. Now, who is your DHL Blues Super Rugby Pacific at Player of the Week? I'm going to go with uh, Harry Palmer this week. I thought he was uh, solid as at 12. Um, led the boys around, carried hard, blew rucks when he needed to, passed well um, and, and kicked well. So Harry Palmer for me this week. Okay, and the DHL Super Rugby Pacific Player of the Round? Oh, it's pretty hard to go uh, past DMAC. He um, <clears throat> he was the best performer all weekend, uh, number 10 for the Chiefs. They uh, had a massive game against the Crusaders and he certainly got on top of Moanga. So, yeah, I'd, I'd be saying a yeah, massive weekend for him and probably maybe slotted himself into the number one, number 10 in the country after that performance. DHL Super Rugby Pacific. Catch the action live on Sky Sport or get your tickets at superrugby.co.nz. That is another edition of Blues Brothers. Steve Devine, as always, thank you for your time tonight on the program. Cheers, mate.